Welcome to FAIR Podcasts. On today's FAIR Podcast, influential policymakers were joined by a key elected official to discuss how they are making a difference in the quest for better immigration controls. Let's start the show. Hi, this is RJ Hahn, FAIR's Head of Government Relations, bringing you the latest in immigration news from Capitol Hill. Uh, we're joined today by a true champion of immigration enforcement and one of the key players in DACA negotiations right now, and that's House Judiciary Chairman Bob Goodlatte. Chairman Goodlatte, thank you so much for coming on. Well, RJ, it's a pleasure to be with you and your listeners. Of course. So let's jump right in. You know, obviously when President Trump announced that he was winding down DACA back in September, you know, he put the onus on Congress to really come up with a solution that addresses the DACA population but also secures the border, enhances interior enforcement, and also makes some fundamental changes uh, to our immigration system. But, you know, for a while, it seemed like those priorities were totally out of whack. You know, you had the DACA component as the one given, while many of the reforms that the president ran on, you know, took a back seat. But as of last week, we can comfortably say that not anymore. Um, So you joined up with several, several of your Republican colleagues and introduced a bill with a lot of the reforms and really shifted the debate. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about your legislation? So this is the Securing America's Future Act. Uh, It's H.R. 4670, and it is uh, introduced by myself as chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Mike McCall, chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, Raul Labrador, chairman of the Immigration Subcommittee at Judiciary, and Martha McSally, chairman of the Border Security Subcommittee at Homeland Security, Uh, And it's a great bill because it focuses on stopping these kinds of problems from happening in the first place. Uh, And it it begins by ending the the diversity program, the visa lottery program that is an abuse of of, uh, our immigration system. People are given uh, the opportunity to come to the U.S. and get a green card based on pure luck of having their name drawn out of a computer, nothing about their... Uh, job skills, what they might offer in the United States. It ends chain migration. It eliminates green card programs for relatives other than spouses and, uh, and minor children and creates a renewable temporary visa for parents of citizens to unite families at no cost to taxpayers. It reduces overall immigration levels uh, from uh, 1,060,000 a year by about 260,000, and a decrease of about 25%. It increases immigration levels for skilled workers. Uh, it has an agricultural guest worker program. It deals with visa security by sending additional ICE agents to the more high-risk embassies overseas to better vet visitors and immigrants who are applying for visas to come to the U.S. Uh, it authorizes border wall construction, additional technology, roads, and other tactical infrastructure to secure the border. It improves, modernizes, and expands ports of entry along the southern border. It adds 5,000 border agents, 5,000 CBP off- officers. It authorizes the uh, uh, Guard to provide aviation and intelligence support for border security operations, and it requires full implementation of something that's been in the law for many years, Uh, at all uh, land, sea, and ports of entry of a biometric entry-exit system. It makes E-Verify mandatory. It cracks down on sanctuary cities. It facilitates cooperation with local law enforcement. It detains dangerous individuals. Uh, It uh, includes Kate's Law, which enhances criminal penalties for deported criminals who illegally re-enter in the country. Uh, uh, it uh, combats asylum fraud. It keeps out and removes dangerous criminals. It deals with the serious problem we have of visa overstays, which uh, 
many think constitute more than 40% of the people who are unlawfully present in the United States. They entered lawfully and simply overstayed their visas, and it safely returns unaccompanied minors who enter this country and expect they're going to be released into the interior of the country when instead they should be returned safely to their home. Now, in exchange for that, it does provide for uh, a legal status, not a pathway, not a legal, you know, a, a special pathway to citizenship, but a legal status uh, to uh, the people who are in the DACA program right now. It's a three-year renewable legal status. Uh, no gang members or those with criminal convictions, uh, including in juvenile court uh, for serious crimes, are eligible, and it has strong anti-fraud measures and allows for prosecution for fraud of anybody trying to get into the DACA program uh, or stay in the DACA program uh, who uh, is providing fraudulent information. Now, now, clearly left no st- uh, stone unturned there. That was a fantastic rundown. And, you know, just so our listeners know, and again, a lot of our listeners out there, you guys have seen, you know, the Senate Gang of Six proposal. And just to run through a couple things in that, just so you can see how it really stands in stark contrast to what Chairman Goodlatte and his colleagues have done with their bill. Again, in that Gang of Six amnesty proposal, that Chairman Goodlatte is doing only the DACA population in that Gang of Six amnesty proposal. They have the full DREAM Act, which is nearly 3.5 million illegal aliens. They do an amnesty for the illegal alien parents, give them three-year renewable work permits. And they also give amnesty to people with TPS that were here illegally at the time of environmental cataclysm in their country. In exchange for what? Simply about $1.6 billion in border wall funding. Claims to end chain migration. Claims to fully get rid of the lottery. But it doesn't do any of those things. So it's, it's really pleasing to see the House, you know, again, exercise their power over negotiations here and putting forth a really positive package. Now, Chairman Goodlatte, I want to briefly touch on... Uh, provision in your bill that we've long viewed as one of the most essential reforms, something that will truly stop illegal immigration. You hear about the wall as being necessary, but we believe mandatory E-Verify is one of the best things to stop illegal immigration. It's, you know, it's something that's immensely popular with the public, yet it seems it's not even on the radar, you know, of, of a lot of people in the Senate and, and most Democrats, period. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about Mandatory E-Verify? Again, you, you brought through Lamar Smith's wonderful Legal Workforce Act through committee. So just tell our listeners a little bit about the E-Verify provision within your bill and how Mandatory E-Verify would drastically uh, reduce illegal immigration. Well, yes, we've taken the language of Lamar Smith's great bill uh, on Mandatory E-Verify and made it a centerpiece of our bill because it is probably the most effective uh, tool to use in the interior of the country to end the magnet of people entering the country expecting to get jobs that are taken away from American citizens. Uh, it's now a voluntary system that works very well. It has improved dramatically over the years. It's used by about 750,000 American businesses voluntarily. It is 99.7% accurate. You can do it on your smartphone in a couple of minutes, so it doesn't cost an employer uh, anything to do this, and it even has a safe harbor provision so that you don't get in the caught the catch-22 situation that employers find now where they, they worry about hiring somebody who is legally president of the United States, and if they don't hire them, get sued for discrimination. But conversely, if it turns out they're not lawfully here uh, and they hire them, they could be prosecuted for hiring someone who's unlawfully present. We have a safe harbor to allow time uh, for the resolution of that three-tenths of one percent where you might get a false positive or a false negative. It's so important that it be a part 
uh, of any solution to this problem. Yeah, absolutely. Very common sense. Now, you know, we've, we know you've been working hard, you know, to educate your colleagues on this bill and, and the push leadership for a vote. You know, it seems like they had been resisting for a little bit. Speaker Ryan praised the legislation, but then stopped short of committing to bring it to the floor. Then, you know, reports began to trickle out yesterday that leadership may have made a promise uh, to bring your bill to the floor in exchange to secure a House Freedom Caucus votes for the CR. Can you touch on that a little bit? Is there a commitment to bring your bill to the floor? There has been uh, uh, very strong uh, increasing support uh, from many members of our conference, but leadership is key because they control the floor and they have been working more and more with the four of us and the others, many, many others who have joined this effort uh, to uh, educate uh, the members of the House about the importance of these provisions uh, and work toward moving it to the floor of the House. So uh, I'm encouraged by that, but it is so important that uh, your members uh, and anybody that they can communicate with let their member of Congress know uh, how important it is that the Securing America's Future Act be brought to the floor of the House for a vote and that they co-sponsor it and then vote for it. Yeah. Uh, that would be a wonderful thing uh, to see happen. You know, and absolutely, and to our listeners out there, again, we've been, you know, urging people to contact their lawmakers and, hey, you know, in these DACA negotiations, again, remind your elected officials to focus on a lot of the reforms that President Trump ran on, securing the border, stopping sanctuary cities, increasing interior enforcement, mandatory e-verify and making those fundamental changes to our legal immigration system, notably ending chain migration and the ridiculous visa lottery. And again, for an easy way to contact your lawmakers, all you got to do is text FAIR, F-A-I-R, to the number 52886. You have an easy way to contact your lawmakers and weigh in on on this important debate right now. Uh, Chairman Goodlatte, you know, again, thank you so much um, for everything you've done in immigration throughout uh, your career, we know you're retiring at the end of this Congress, and you've been a great friend to true immigration reform, and we thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, and uh, uh, I hope your listeners will get to work uh, and help make this a success. That's all for this episode of FAIR Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at FAIR Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.